Hey, it's Chris Jericho here, and I am the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. Please watch, or I will cry. Literally. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Happy New Year, and welcome to On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zimrak. This is episode 668 of the show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond... Chris Jericho, wrestler extraordinaire, is going to be joining us, and he's also an actor. He was on Dancing with the Stars. He was on in Sharknado 3, and now he's the executive producer of a film called, a documentary called The Death Tour. You got to hear this because it's a, it's it's a it's a really fascinating film about wrestlers and you know going up on this tour up to Canada, way, way up. So uh, not many people there and everything. And it's just, you, you got you to gotta see this and hear this and, and see this film. But uh, Chris Jericho is going to be joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. So stick around for that. First guests of the year here on On Screen and Beyond. So uh, we'll be getting that coming your way in just a few minutes. We've got some uh, very interesting, it seems like things, like I've said before, that things are just rolling and coming at us left and right about all these films that are coming our way. So we got to uh, keep you updated on that. Then we'll get into the interview with Chris Jericho. Now, this is going to be a short interview because Chris was right out straight, and I was lucky to get any time with him. But uh, we hope you'll enjoy this episode of On Screen and Beyond. And if you did not get what you wanted for Christmas, you can still go to onscreenandbeyond.com. Go to onscreenandbeyond.com merchandise there's a button right there and uh you know click on that it'll take you to the place where you can see all the stuff that we have hats t-shirts mugs water bottles everything and uh, all the logos of on screen and beyond are on those items and you can check them out so hope you'll do that and uh also we uh you know just uh, wanted to tell you that if you could just keep listening to on screen and beyond tell a friend and get you know Download, 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 download. <laughs> that helps us out. The more downloads we have, of course, yeah, the more people who will come on the show. Because if there's a lot of downloads, you know, they want people to hear it. So that's, uh, that's a good thing. So we hope you'll do that to help us out. And uh, I think we should get into it. Remake sequels and prequels coming your way right here on On Screen and Beyond. <laughs> Please hang up and try again. Remake sequels and prequels? Well, Beetlejuice 2 with Michael Keaton and director Tim Burton arrives on September 6th this year. July 26th, fans of Deadpool will smile as Deadpool 3 jumps into theaters. And Captain America New World Order will uh, hit theaters on February 14th, 2025. Naomi Scott will star in the next installment of Smile. And it looks like Christopher Abbott will star in Blumhouse and Universal's Wolfman. Now, Ryan Gosling was set to star, but now they're saying he's just going to be executive producing it. He won't be starring in it. 
So, that sounds like there's a story there. But anyways, that's it for remakes, sequels, and prequels. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, upcoming new movies. Upcoming new movies, Pete Davidson says he is joining Eddie Murphy in the pickup for... Amazon MGM Studios. Now, the pickup is the name of the movie, and uh, that should be an interesting one. And it looks like Deadpool 3's director, Sean Levy, will direct the Ryan Reynolds heist comedy for Netflix. We talked about that earlier, but now Sean Levy is John joined as the uh, one who's going to be heading it. And Michael Mosley and Rob Margaret and Mira Silvino will star in a college football dramatic comedy called Signing Day. That's it for upcoming new movies. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it is Movies and TV on DVD and Streaming. Movies on TV and DVD and Streaming. It looks like Anne Hathaway in Eileen will be moving on to Blu-ray DVD on January 30th. And you can catch Mary J. Blige in Mudbound on January 30th on DVD and Blu-ray. Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 1 on DVD and Blu-ray on January 23rd. And Farhaven, a Western with Nancy Stafford, Bailey Chase, and A. Martinez. Now, those are all past guests here at On Screen and Beyond. And uh, you can check out Farhaven as it rides our way on January 9th on DVD. And be sure to go back and listen to our interviews. Go into our uh, rerun section and uh, look for uh, Nancy Stafford, Bailey Chase, and A. Martinez. And hear their, their stories. And that's it for TV and movies on DVD and streaming. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV and entertainment time. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Shadow Stevens, and you're listening to the legendary On Screen and Beyond. TV and entertainment time. Ken Jeong will reunite with his community co-star Joel McHale in Animal Control Season 2 as a guest star on the show, and that's on Fox. Brad Garrett will join the cast of Not Dead Yet, Season 2. It's a comedy, and it's, uh, he's going to be a series regular. And now get this. A lot of you out there will like this show. Bridgerton Season 3 returns to Netflix with Part 1 premiering on May 16th 
and part two will be premiering on June 13th. And they say it's ultra sexy. All right, we'll see. We'll see about that. And that's it for TV and entertainment time. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, it is time for Chris Jericho right here on On Screen and Beyond. Today on On Screen and Beyond, our guest is an actor, a singer, a dancer, a writer, and he has been wrestling champion. He is the executive producer of the documentary film The Death Tour, which has its world premiere at Slam Dance Film Festival on January 19th in Park City, Utah. It's the one and only Chris Jericho. Chris, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Excellent. Thank you. Now, Chris, <laughs> Death Tour... I've had a chance to watch the movie and uh, give give our audience an idea of what this film is all about. Well, I think when when you are watching pro wrestling, you know, either if you're a diehard fan or whether you're just on the periphery watching it kind of once in a while, I, I don't think people realize just how much of a sacrifice it takes to get to uh, being on national TV in the first place. It's not a natural, uh, uh, you know, uh, a given that you're going to be there. Um, and I think something like the death tour is how you can start to maybe take those steps to get to that position. I don't think people realize that when you see just how much work, um, you know, the talent and our guys and girls had to do on, on the death tour and the death tour is the most grueling tour you can do as an independent wrestler, especially in Canada, just because of the elements, how cold it is, you know, traveling over frozen lakes of uh, 16 hours, setting up the ring, being in these small, you know, uh, reservations, um, sleeping on floors, you know, paying so much money for, for, for small amounts of food, that's really paying your dues. And, and what that does is it makes you realize either you want to be in the pro wrestling business or you don't. And if you can survive and thrive a death tour, well, then that's kind of one step to get a little closer to being, uh, you know, a super famous international superstar. And that's why we wanted to make this documentary to kind of show some of those trials and tribulations of what it takes and what you go through as, as a, as a small time independent wrestler. Yeah. It was a fascinating film, but it, it and then, like you say, I never realized how physically and mentally exhausting and demanding it was traveling, the people traveling like that and yeah. to nowhere, you know? <laughs> I mean, really. Well, yeah, I mean, once again, you're dealing with northern Manitoba. So if you're from, you know, Texas, you might understand how hard that is. So uh, it's so cold there to get so far north that you have to travel over frozen lakes to kind of be a shortcut to get from A to B, sometimes 12 hours, sometimes 16 hours. You know, the problem is you're traveling, you know, once again, just that part alone, traveling over a frozen lake. Well, what happens if the lake is thin and you drive your van right through it and disappear forever? That could happen too. So there is the danger of literal death, but I think it's more of a mental death and maybe the the, the, the death of a dream. Yeah. You know, if you think you want to be a wrestler, but you don't understand just you know, the sacrifices you have to make to get there. I'm sure, and I know for sure there's, there's dozens, probably hundreds of, 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 of guys and girls that have done the death tour that probably when they got home, took off their wrestling boots, put them in the closet and said, I'm going to go become an accountant. <laughs> did, did you ever run through this uh, death tour when you were first starting out? 
I did one when I was first starting out. It was a summer death tour, which was the opposite. That'll be the sequel. But the, the, good, the good thing was I, I knew how hard it was that I really worked hard to get out of Canada. And I was working in Mexico or working in Japan. So every year when the death tour came up, all my friends were on them. But I was lucky because I wasn't in the country. I was working somewhere else. Had I not had those jobs, though, I would have been the first in line to submit my tape and picture to Tony to hopefully get on those tours because you got to work. And it becomes, once again, there's a real legendary status that you get if you can do a death tour. And I think a lot of Canadian wrestlers that are main eventers went through those tours. And all of us owe something to the promoter, Tony Candelo, for giving us a chance when we were first starting, even if that chance was this arduous task, you know, the, the five labors of Hercules that, are, that is known as the death tour. Yeah. But one thing I noticed is that these people... The joy that was brought to them by these wrestlers just being there. The kids were just going crazy watching them. Well, yeah. I mean, once again, when you're, when you're living so far north or any small town across Canada or America or whatever, you know, AEW is not coming to town to do, to do the Enormo Dome. You know, there's not going to be a, a WrestleMania held in your town. So these, these, you know, the death tour comes to town and, 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 and anybody that's on the show by proxy becomes the hero of the night. That's the superhero that, that they see on TV. Well, now it's real life pro wrestlers right in front of me. That's, that's addictive and it's exciting, you know, and for okay. the guys and girls on the tour as well, they get a chance to be the superhero that they want to be. So it's a real reciprocal situation. And I think that's once again, capturing that on film, it's very heartwarming, but it also shows why would you want to do a death tour and travel for 22 hours? Well, because you get these 20 minutes in the ring to be somebody that you always wanted to be. And that's, that's enough of a, of a, of a natural high to want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember as a kid growing up, you know, with, uh, of course I was different wrestlers at that time. There was Ivan Putski and chief J Strongbow and, you know, those people, Toro Tanaka and those people, <laughs> but right. uh, it, yeah, it was a thrill, you know, to be able to see these people. And then yeah. it's, it's really, you know, it is a tour that uh, is grueling on them, but like I say, it's just so, you know, fulfilling for these people to see it. Like you say, they're not going to, bring a whole WrestleMania type thing to a, an event, a place like that. Cause it's too small. No, so, so that's the thing Like you know, to do these tours as grueling as it is, once again, it kind of can prove to, to yourself either a, I can do this or B, I don't want to. And, and, it also really gives you that little bit of, of, of the buzz that you feel when, when you have a crowd cheering for you yeah. or a crowd booing for you. If, a, if you're a bad guy and you can see there's, there's, a great scene in the movie where we're where sage uh, one of our you know first nation wrestlers is surrounded by little kids just freaking out and, and, and you know chanting her name and so excited to see her and it's like it looks like something from you know hard day's night she's just right. surrounded by fans <laughs> yeah. and she's probably never experienced that before may never experience it again i don't know but for that night and for that tour she was exactly what she always wanted to be and those kids thought that she was exactly what they needed too, which is an actual real life hero to help them get their lives together. And that's another thing too. You can see the, the, the wrestlers speaking to the kids and giving them advice and to stay away from addictions and stay away from gangs because, you know, small town reservations in Northern Canada, it's ripe with that sort of thing. And there's probably 90% of the people that are going to take the wrong road 
But if you can give somebody a chance to take the right road, that's gratifying too. That's another reason why these tours and the death tour is so important because it brings a lot of life. You know, you can call it the life tour as far as the fans are concerned, giving them something to, to believe in. Yeah. Yeah. And how did you become involved with the film? Um, you know, it's one of those things where it came across my proverbial desk to be involved as a producer and, and you know, having, having so much experience with the tour and, and just knowing all the stories and knowing everybody that's been on them. So many people that have been on them. I just really wanted to, to help them out from a wrestling standpoint. Cause a lot of times when, um, you know, directors make a movie that aren't in the wrestling business, a lot of things might slip through the cracks as to far, as far as to what, wrestling is and then telling some of these stories too, having been there. So, yeah. And you know, it was, it was something to, to help shape the movie, help with the edits and kind of help with the streamline of it. Um, you know, it was, it was very, it, it was, it was gratifying for me as well because I was able to give some of my experience to help make the movie better. And, and we all worked together very hard to get this thing, you know, premiering at slam dance, which that's huge. There's thousands and thousands of submissions every year and death tour was chosen right out of the gate. I mean, that's takes a lot of work from a lot of creative and talented people to put together a, a riveting story. Yeah. Um, so I'm very proud of my involvement with the death tour. Yeah. Well, final, final quick question. What's your favorite TV shows now and of the past? And what's your favorite movies now and of the past? What do you enjoy watching? I mean, it's hard. There's so many shows that are like movies right now. I'm actually watching succession right now, which is uh, a, a, a great a great movie. Um, I'm watching a movie, a great TV series. Yeah. I just, there's so much to watch. You know, the righteous gemstones was great. I'm into creep show on shutter. Uh, I like the Mandalorian Yellowstone is amazing. You know, as far as movies goes, I love documentaries. You know, I just watched a documentary on the Olympic auditorium in Los Angeles, which is a famous boxing wrestling arena. You know, I, I like the real stories of the documentaries, and that's why I was very attracted to making documentaries. And and the Death Tour is my second. I've got three more on the go. Um, so this was a great experience. And once again, you know, for for my second, my first film went right to Amazon Prime. My second film is going to Slam Dance to premiere. It's not a bad track record for for Chris Jericho, the documentarian. Yeah, yeah. Well, Chris, thank you so much for taking the time to share with us. People should look out for January 19th for the Death Tour. And uh, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it, man. Thanks, Brian. A big shout out going to Chris Jericho for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. And I want to thank him so much for taking time. He's just a busy guy and he's got so many things that he was doing. We did uh, be able to get him down for a few minutes to talk to him and we appreciate that very much. And uh, like I say, he was on Dancing with the Stars and um, Sharknado 3. And of course, on the ring, he, he defeated uh, Rock, The Rock. <laughs> How many people can do that? <laughs> So, anyways, uh, be sure to check out his movie that he is the executive producer on. It is called The Death Tour, and it's about wrestlers. It's a documentary, and it's, it's a fascinating film. Be sure to check that out. And we have uh, more and more things coming your way for this year at On Screen and Beyond. We have some fascinating guests, and we hope that you will keep listening to On Screen and Beyond and uh, tell a friend to, uh, you know, take a little listen go back and listen to well we had 668 episodes so there's bound to be somebody that they would enjoy hearing you know whether it be mark cuban or bob barker or or uh, you know 
meatloaf or any of these people that we've had over the years. And uh, we've had Mickey Rooney and uh, just so many other people. And just uh, check it out. Go through all of our list of people. And uh, you can see these people or listen to these people tell their stories. So hope you'll do that. And download every episode if you could. That will help us out. And be sure to uh, leave a review on wherever you're getting your podcasts. You know, leave a five-star review would be great because that'll help us out and get more people to know about the show. And that's it. That is a wrap for this episode of On Screen and Beyond. So until next time, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. Mm-hmm.